Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 319. It's my birthday. What's that? 319. Oh, oh happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, I knew we'd get to these numbers eventually. Oh, I didn't get you anything. It's just, just like the same thing you got me last year. Every other <laughs> yeah, birthday. Right. If only I had known, I could have not gotten you something on purpose. <laughs> it's your presence, Tom. Instead of by accident. Literally. Not like presents, but right. like your presence. Tom that is Snark true. is like a 365 yeah. you know, yes. birthday I, gift. It's like it's around me all the time. It's like a tick. I can't, I can't turn it off. It's, I have to burn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, I would just yes. get snarky at the match. <laughs> You know, I like how it just blows it out. Call that sulfur. <laughs> I like how he's snarky so much, though, that he goes five degrees extra around. You Perfect. Know? You have to. He goes around yeah. 360, but then five more degrees. Yeah, just, just to piss you off. <laughs> it was so mine because we were talking right. birthdays. Right. So I was like, oh, that makes sense, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I was told there would be no math. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, now I'm all thrown off. Uh, where are we at? Uh, oh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And we have a guest with us this week. Hi, this is Matt. And you were on an episode a million years yeah, ago. Well, yeah, it was uh, Civil War, I believe. I, you were on an episode so long ago, it was actually uh, the, the, about the Civil, Civil War. War. Yeah. yeah, it was the main event starring <laughs> Barbara Streisand. <laughs> and that's, that's the movie that John Peters became her hairdresser. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, and that's we, what got him in Hollywood. That's what got him in Hollywood. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only reason that Kevin Smith tells that great yeah. John Peter story, and that's yeah. how he said it. That's how he figured it out. But yeah, that's uh, Barbara Streisand and Ryan Gosling. No, I'm oh, pretty no. sure it's before his time. Oh. Uh, uh, Reynolds. Dang it, Sullivan. I don't know. You're just making. Huh. We'll it's like it a up. big, huge star. We'll I can't remember his name. And we'll look Ryan O'Neill. That's it. He's, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say it. How so. do you not remember Ryan O'Neill, who's was, in your favorite movie? I know. That's like. why I was blanking. I was like, he's from, yeah, he's from Paper Moon. How do I not? Yeah. So uh, so just real quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. It uh, helps us tremendously. And so people 
who were uh, also kind enough to join the League of Show Sharers this week. Which Does Matt sing the song since Dan's out? No. <laughs> He's the closest connection. Oh, no. Yeah, since you're <laughs> no. friends, oh, that no. falls to you. So you're just going to have to hope there are no new League of Show Sharers. Oh, so here. You're- <laughs> D- Matt's in charge of this, too, right? What is that, the maraca? This is Dan's this eyes. Is the, the, yeah, it's... <laughs> Dan would want you to be here for him, censor, not censoring, but whenever we get into some oh, this muddy is the, topics. This is to put you back on yeah, track. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the sound of him rolling his eyes. Yeah. So, uh, we, so need to, we need to find like an audio file. That, like, there's the bagok, and then there's the Dan groan. Oh, I can, oh, I can yeah, find yeah, quite yeah, a few yeah, ISOs. I'm sure that me. shouldn't be hard. <laughs> that, yeah, that won't be a difficult... Uh, Let's see if I can do it in a minute. <sighs> That's pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I feel like uh, you've heard that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Except, I'm, sure, except, I'm sure when I was talking his ear off at some point, he's like, "Get to the point." I will tell you though, just because I've listened and edited so many of these, it's not so much breathy. It's that uh, like he gives that he's, little groan. He sounds too. like one of Marge's sisters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> People who were kind enough yes, to share the show yes. this week, which you can do at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Everyone's doing it. Actually, Every, all, the, so. all the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. Here is here is a list of cool kids. Librarian Cynthia, Chris James, Tammy Sherman Powers, Jason Herndon, Griffin Fox Smith, Julianne Jordan, Brent Smith, uh, Travis Tewitt, Chris Sanders, Brad Hyen, Hayen. Hi, Ian. Hi, Ian. That's getting edited out. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Timmy Two Zunes. Chris. Magic Man. Magic Man. Magic Man. Magic Man. Jason Weesey. Linnea Thunzel. Bud Vogtlin. That's a new Hello, one. Hello, no, he's, Hello. A, he's been on there a couple oh. times. Has he? Yeah, Zach Bach. You always got to slow Zach down on Bach. that one. Zach Bach. Zach Bach. Or Zach Bach. Or Zach Bach. <laughs> Tom Comiskey, Chris Sansochi, Troy Anspau. I don't know oh. if I said that right. Okay. I feel like that needs to have an onomatopoeia. Yeah. Whatever, right, like right. visually in front of us should just. Uh, Richard Lawson, Lawson, Dustin at Nerds at Night, Nerds at Night Gaming. He's Was nice, it? too. What's that? He is nice. He is also nice, <laughs> yeah. And then, I God, he told us, is it Cherry or Sherry? I think it's Sherry. Sherry Vondeliriz, I hope I'm saying that Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but to her Facebook name was the same two weeks in a row, so points for that. Congratulations! Which thank I thought you could only do you. like thirty days at a time. Yeah, so thank you. That was that makes it easier on me. Uh, and Brandon Coleman. So thank you very much, uh, guys, in the gender neutral sense of the word, for sharing the podcast with your friends and or loved ones. So uh, I guess that's it for all that shenanigans. We will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin. I do. We're doing these still. Yeah, oh, yeah we well, do whatever once in a while. We're not doing <laughs> Happy Death Day didn't come out this week, so it's fine. yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, this is kind of a surprise for this one. So the movie of the day is number one, which is not surprising, but twenty eight point five million dollars. Not be happy yeah. with that. I mean, one hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Yeah. So this is my question about and this. like a minus cinema score, but then like Rotten Tomatoes ninety whatever percent. Yeah. I mean. Van, is there Vangelis is right there, now is is uh, <laughs> playing a sad trombone? <laughs> is there love? Like, is there love for this movie that is outside? Like, that makes that next jump? No, you know. Like I, we talk about it every with Star person Trek. that loves it went on Friday or right. Thursday at seven p.m. Right, and then never like we've said that about yeah. Star Trek and Godzilla and those King Kong movies. There are no ceiling. There are no casual fans right. of this. Franchise. That's what I think. Right, and, like I appreciate that they made a sequel. Because I'm, I'm, I would say I'm a casual fan, and we'll get into this movie and what yeah. I thought about that. But 
it was a weird franchise to do a sequel well, to. Well, it wasn't a franchise. I, that's what I'm... Yeah, that's a, it was a you weird know. movie to do a sequel to. But I think with Star Wars, for example... Trek, right, that... Or Star Trek. Uh, right. maybe, but, more but, so, but this is more but Star not, Trek than Star Wars. I, I'm, not, you know? I'm, I'm not even talking about the content of the film. I'm talking about the fan No, no, no I know. I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, Star Wars transcends. Star Trek, I think, is a little... But even Star Trek has... The new ones. Has more casual fans. I would ones. agree. Well, not all that, but they that was a reboot. So this yeah. one kind of requires that you have seen right. the yes. original. Yeah. So but if you're talking I meant about the old ones, not the reboots. Like the right. reboots, obviously, are more right. accessible now. And, right. But yeah. I think there are people that uh, are certainly diehards of Star Trek or Star Wars. But then there are people that like I watch them and I enjoy them, and that's mm-hmm. the extent. And if there's a new one, I'll go see it. I don't think Blade Runner has that. I don't think they do. I think I think you love it. I think right. That's it. I think Gosling was the. The draw. That was the one that if, if people were going to go see it, you know, because oh. I was like, oh, I'm going to see Blade Runner. I told Katie, my wife, and she's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm like, Ryan Gosling's in it. She's like, ooh, no, I'm not going. <laughs> so, like, she had no interest. My wife wasn't like, enough. Yeah. My wife is the same way. Like, yeah. she is a huge boner yeah. for Ryan Gosling. And I was like, you know what? I don't blame you. How many stitches? Uh, uh, 500. Five, oh, yeah. wow. I'm like, I don't blame you. <laughs> Like it, it, I get it. Yeah, and but, but no interest, none whatsoever. Yeah, same thing here. And I didn't even tell it was three hours long. I would, it's two forty-five. Yeah. Well, it's, well, you you add the trailers on there. You're that's there for, true. You're yeah. there for three hours. Oh yeah. no, I, I yeah, we yeah. went but, in front yeah. of the show, and and Brian's bath and myself went to like an eight o'clock show, and we got out, and we're just like, son of a bitch, yeah. it's yeah. late. I went, I went to a ten fifteen show. Oh man, yeah. But think think about this though. Gosling hosted SNL for the season opener yeah. to promote this. Yeah, obviously that's why he's there. You know, it has him Papy- in it. Papyrus. Who, yeah, sketch yeah. of the year. That, yeah. that was yeah. the, that was. I mean, that was the best thing. That was a horrible episode. Uh, I had that bits was and pieces horrific. that I enjoyed. That I was, liked the. Oh no, OJ was this week. Yeah, so OJ, last, OJ was was Gal, Gal Gadot this week. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but that Gosling okay. episode. I watched the whole thing. I I almost wanted. to turn it off i kept watching it i'm like that was I, I like i like the return of uh the the alien abduction lady yeah oh that, that, that was a, that is a great sketch. that was fine only yeah. because her ability to make gosling lose his mind As she's putting her head up so, in his butthole yeah. like last time i did this i got a double barrel of uh pink yeah guy. oh my gosh no but papyrus was the best yeah that oh yeah, absolutely absolutely but uh but anyway, yeah, so think about that with all that promotion with the big SNL, you know, it's it's got Harrison Ford in it, you know, coming off his return to Star Wars and now he's his return and departure. Well, right, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You've had time. But but yeah, 28.5 million that on the hurts. 150. So. It's a shame because that not so much the property, but that director deserves better. Like yeah. that dude. Yeah, and well, and he's not going to be scathed by it. I no. just, I just hate to think that this is going to teach Hollywood don't make smart sci-fi. Oh, yeah. When he's done it twice, right? Like Arrival was him. Yeah, but yeah. that made a lot of money. But Arrival did well. Yeah, yeah. but it's also this isn't going to be sci-fi. on him though because the critics, because of you know the, I mean the people that are seeing it really enjoy it. It's not like he managed to fail in making a sequel to Blade Runner. Like right. he didn't fail. It's. I think it's this. I want to say. I mean, not obscure, but outside of the sci-fi fans, Blade Runner is not a mainstream film. Yeah, I think they thought because it's so old and it's so revered that it had picked up fans enough to to justify. I gotta tell you, I don't think it's that. I don't. I'm not a huge I, oh, fan of that first it, movie. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. But like, it's not. And Matt Reeves is going to punch you, but that, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> I, I was trying to equate this to Tron Legacy. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was trying to think of a, a sequel that. to a, a movie that's so old that kids today probably hadn't yeah. seen right. the first I one. I think that's a really good so, comparison. Whereas, and we can get into this later when we talk about the movie, but Tron Legacy kind of works on its own. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can, sure. if you're a kid and watch it, you could probably just enjoy it for what it is. You don't need to see without the first one. The, this one. I don't know that anybody could truly enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Legacy well, or the first one? Well, talk about, kids yes. Having, yes. <laughs> talk about kids having nightmares when they see that Jeff Bridges CG. Yeah, that, oh, that, that, that first that, opening, yes, right? Like, yes, the reading the story. Right, that's right. Was that the early, like... That was, like, one of the first de-aging. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So creepy. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, so we'll get into to, uh, both Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049, as I never realized you were supposed to pronounce it. Like, all the director and actors all say Blade Runner 2049. But the commercials, they say the Blade Runner. Do they? They say 2049. Okay. Because I've only ever said 2049, but they're like, Blade Runner 2049. when I was watching SNL last weird. week, yeah. I was like, Ryan Gosling he called says, it. He says 2049. 2049 yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they rolled right into a commercial, and they <laughs> and, the, and, and the voiceover guy says 2049. That's weird. Okay, because I've heard... What does I, it matter? I've heard... That, well, no, it's just... I, I just think that whenever you see, especially in sci-fi, you think of the date going 2049 right. like that's just oh, okay, what you know okay. but like i if, heard if you refer to september 11th as 911 you're an idiot right that's true so <laughs> so i i heard the director say 2000 you know before those shorts i think he's like you know in his french accent i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna spare Good you call. but you know he goes you know blade runner 2049 gosling says 2049 i'm like oh so all the creatives and people involved are saying the whole thing but that seems so weird to say that's, that's a lot yeah, of words it yeah. is yeah. but uh we'll get into that and 2049 uh, a little bit later but coming in at number two the film that you've read brad hyan's review for uh multiple times probably my little pony the movie open to 10 million dollars i did like that friend of the show steve kelly said one day you won't be the nfg anymore yeah and you won't have to go <laughs> F- see these the fng that's right yeah well i the nfg Okay, well, so I, 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 I do guy. it the other way. I've always said it the other way. Gotcha. Yeah, but yes, yeah. whenever that happens, you won't have to sit through these movies anymore. <laughs> Poor Brad. No, but he, he honestly, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to ReviewSTL.com. Brad had to sit through this movie. I had to sit through this he movie. He texted me and he was like, hey, you should go see it. We'll do a podcast on it. I'm like, no. Uh, like, nice he's, try. He's trying no. to get... He's, no, no, he's, no. He, the guy's trying. We tried, hey, yeah. he, we tried to talk Steve Kelly into it when we went to see Blade Runner. <laughs> and uh, Steve Kelly's like, nope, I'm busy that night. I'm like, you can see it like anytime in the next week. And then, you know, and he's like, nah. he's just, no. He just, nah. But uh, anyway, so go read the review at ReviewSTL.com. He does a really good job of trying to write a serious, hey, in-depth review. Didn't you run into somebody at Blade Runner? No, I don't think so. You didn't run into anybody important when you saw Blade Runner? Uh, Brad Hyen was there. Yeah, that's it? Just that guy? Oh, did you mean Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> that's the guy I'm talking about. No, I, it was it was pretty cool. So did you I, see him twice in one week? It's bizarre. Yes. How did you not get a bumper for real spoilers? How did you not oh. get? A, how did you not get a restraining order? <laughs> oh, good lord! I was not. No, hey, hey put this phone in hey, your let face. Me Can you record so, this real quick? so, so real quick. So, story was that last week I went to see those two movies. I saw Battle of the Sexes and I saw American Made. So I went out to the concession stand area. My wife and I sat at the the booths. You know, we had a half hour to kill uh, i saw jeremy house right and his wife sarah walked in we talked to them chatted him up for you know 20 minutes uh, so 10 minutes till the movie i go back as they go to their film we sit down and i'm like okay it's gonna start in 10 we've got reserved seats but you want to just mosey in there and uh katie's like yeah just one minute and she still wanted to hang out on her phone and then three minutes pass whatever we get up 
And there in the concession stand is James Gunn. Like, what are the chances? I mean, for so, those of you that yeah, don't know, he he's lives, from St. He, Louis. Yeah, he grew up here. His family's here, you know. So he comes back to visit. I didn't want to bother him. I honestly, like, talking to Tom... Tom's like he's not going to care. My, I was my, like, how many people recognize right. James Gunn? Like, right. I mean, visually on site, they right. might know the name, yeah. but I'm like, he's internet famous. And that, and I, with all due respect to James yeah. Gunn, like, I don't mean that as a shot, but he's not a guy that walks down the he's street. Not Spielberg, where people point out, like, oh my god, there's a big famous yeah. movie director. But my problem wasn't even like. Obviously, I saw that people weren't jumping all over him for autographs or anything. It wasn't that, but we were. He was in the concession stand line with his girlfriend, fiance. There were like three or four lines of concessions going, and he was standing it. And so I thought, if I was like, "Oh, hey, Mister Gunn, you know, how's it going? You know," and I've I've interviewed his brother and I helped him with a fundraiser he did. So like, if I was like, "Hey, you know, I did that," and and uh, how are you doing? You know, and just said hi to him. I thought the three lines around him would mob him, and he's out on a date. I didn't want to bother him, you know. Saw the movie, kind of kicked myself because I'm like, oh, it would have been cool to have a selfie, but no big deal. Uh, and then I tweeted at him later that I saw him just because I'm like, I have to at least say something and said, hey, you know, I saw you and didn't want to bother you, but hope you enjoyed the movie. And he was really cool. He responded back and he's like, hi, I wouldn't have minded, but thanks, you know? And so I'm like, okay, cool. In your defense, you hear stories all the time of famous people who were just like, ugh. I know. Right? And like, I didn't want to be that guy. Public. Like, yeah. I'm with my and, family. And my take was, like, that's probably a novelty for him. Like, I don't, because yeah. he's not. Like he's not in front of the camera, right? So people aren't as apt to recognize it's him. It's not on a site. knock. We all think he's a great filmmaker. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely, we, we yeah. love James Gunn. It's not a knock. Tom's just saying, like when when Joe says he's not Spielberg, it's not quality of films. It's the look. Like he's Correct. not the right. When you see Spielberg yeah. walk down the street. Right. You're going to see Steven there, Spielberg. There like, are. You know I mean, I can only think of two living directors that I think the average person would recognize on sight. Abrams. No, no, not even. Oh, Abrams. with that nose, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it would be. Who would it be? Spielberg, Spielberg, and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. No, what about uh, Scorsese? Scorsese, Scorsese, Woody Allen. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's oh, yes. a distinct yeah. look. Okay, but Woody Allen's known, but he they would not recognize him as the director Woody Allen. They would recognize him as the the creeper, the, the performer Kevin, Woody Allen, oh, Kevin okay. Smith, because he's been in front of the camera so much. But again, that's a guy who's been in front of the camera. That's true. Like yeah. I'm talking about directors who, saying, who yeah. don't get in front of the camera, sure. and Tarantino's been in front of the camera. Oh, plenty of times. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I mean, but he's all it's. But you're right. They're more extended cameos than they are, you know. So anyway, so I tweeted at him. He said that would have been cool. So I'm like, oh, okay, awesome. And again, he shows up to his house. (laughs) Yeah, right. But you know, and again, I mean, it's like I found out where his folks live. Again, I've interviewed directors. You know, I'm. I mean, I like I said, I helped Sean Gunn with a fundraiser. Like, I'm not nervous to talk to him, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that to this guy in the concession stand. He tweets that, and I'm like, oh, cool. So next time I see him, I'll just say hi, right? So I go to Blade Runner and uh, me, Steve Kelly, Brad Hyen, you know, friends that people recognize from the League of Show Shares. We had this plan for a week to go to this movie. So we went to the 7 p.m. show and I'm waiting for Devin, also who's been on the show, friend of the the league. And uh, he walks in and I'm like, hey, Devin, I have his ticket. And we're last one we're waiting on. I was going to head back to the theater behind Devin is James Gunn. And I'm like, you're freaking kidding me. <laughs> we're in St. Louis. We're not in LA, right? I don't think when I go to my local theater, I'm going to see James Gunn, director of one of the biggest movies of the year, right? Two of the right. biggest, yeah. Well, but sure, no, this yeah, year, sure. you know, and, and so the next week, he's at my theater again. So I'm like, okay, I, he gave me the okay, like I'm not bothering him. So he walks you're in. Like, I have it in writing. <laughs> yeah, so right. if he says anything, he's got the tweet up, yeah. and he's like, "You look here, you son you of a bitch. You said I could do this. You said yeah. I could do this. You said it was so, okay. But, you will love me." <laughs> but no, he was super Put nice. Put me in your movie. So he walks in behind Devin. You know, we're we're standing there, and like, I mean, if we would have let, if he Devin would have came one minute earlier, we'd be in the theater, right? So he walks up, and I'm like, "I I saw you last week. I tweeted at you, and 
tried to keep it casual, let him get to his business. So I'm like, would you mind if, if I got a picture with you? And I was wearing a Star-Lord shirt that I had bought the day of. It was because just- you knew you were going to see him there. <laughs> well, oh, okay, here's what. I don't want to interrupt, I don't want to interrupt your story. Yeah. But okay. No, it's what earlier we do. That, earlier that it. day, he had tweeted out a story about, or he was at his parents' house, and he had adjusted all their TVs to turn down the, the high yeah. def, you know, the... The whatever. soft... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that tweet, and I was like, oh, wow, he's still in St. Louis. And then later huh? that day that you posted that picture, and I was just like, oh, I'll bet you Kevin saw that same tweet, said, he's still in St. Louis. He said he was going to go see oh Blade Runner gosh. that night. <laughs> and he went There's, out and got a Star yes, Wars that's, shirt. <laughs> that's what it is. There, if you want to believe that, that's fine. There's I, no way. I, I, I will say, in Kevin's defense, which I rarely do... <laughs> How like the odds of him knowing he would have no way of knowing which movie theater he would be going to. It was the Unless, same one. Yeah, but, he but could, you, in St. You, Louis, he the other to, movie was at a different theater. No, right? this was the same theater. Oh, okay, see. then I'm back on Matt's oh, side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had nothing on that. One. But anyway, so got a picture with him. He thought it was really cool though because he pointed out to his. I, I, I'm not sure if they're girlfriend or fiance, but you know, he pointed out. He said, "Hey, look at that shirt. He got a kick out of it. He really liked the shirt." And I was like, "Can I get a quick picture?" He said, "Because sure. he made 45 cents. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he sells one of those." Um, but I uh, know he got a picture, and uh, you know, I just said, "Hey, how's it going?" And I, I helped brother with that fundraiser is like yeah i saw that and just chatted with him for a minute seems like jesus you've said it six times since i've been standing here no i never <laughs> talked to him before it was <laughs> but uh but you know but i'm just saying like chatted with him for a couple minutes and then uh he, he took pictures with a few of my friends that were there with me and they were like hey enjoy the movie and and that was it so like super nice guy uh he's one of those guys that, and maybe it's a testament to like Tom said like he's not getting hounded all the time but yeah really polite really friendly guy did not he mind see, taking pictures he seems like the kind of he seems like a dude yeah and what I mean super, by that is yeah. just like he's just like yeah let's do it like he seems like a dude not a bro not a bro yes, right. yes. No. that's the distinction but you could he's tell he's not going to the bro overlord correct yeah. yes. you could tell though like I mean if you see the pictures like mine and the ones of my friends he's smiling like a real smile a yeah. genuine friendly I really don't think that he gets Recognize yeah. out on the street. All I also, think there's a novelty to it. He I mean, has I know that he has that Midwestern. Not to crap on anybody else in the part of the country, no. except I we're the best. Go on. The best. Yeah. I think mid- folks that have come out of the Midwest have this. Like holy like, crap! I, I can't cannot, believe I'm famous. Yes. You're not born under the Hollywood side. Yes. Yeah, like you're just yeah. like I, this is awesome. Like this I mean, is so cool. I know. Like when I was in radio a million years ago, like I would get recognized. They well, they did a million years ago. Perfect. Okay. And uh, and I would get recognized every once in a while when I was out. Is that was, right? Yeah. Oh. And uh, I made it middays on a very I guess popular that's radio very station. True. Like we've had J.C. Corker on the show. We've yeah. had Donnie Fandango, and those are all guys that I was just like. It's JC Corcoran, like, yeah, it's, it's and, and, yeah, and I'm not saying I inspired that sort of. They, they, people, right. people were like, <laughs> were like, oh, hey, you're on the Rock, and I'm like, yeah, you know, and maybe they thought I was on crack. Looking <laughs> yeah. back, maybe they I actually, think they thought you were the Rock. Yeah, they thought I you mean, were very yeah, similar. That's true. I was bald even then, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, so and it was kind of like. I wasn't like get away from me. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. This yeah. I can't yeah. believe somebody cared enough. That's yeah. pretty cool. You know. But anyways, I, I got recognized for being on the podcast out once. What by a listener? Yeah, really. At, uh, at, I mean, at Wizard World, shockingly, yeah. <laughs> somebody was like, "I forgot." Now I feel bad because it was me. No, it wasn't you. <laughs> you don't count. Booth. I know you from Radio Days. So, but uh, you know Matt from Radio Days. Yeah, you guys he was with Woody Allen. <laughs> he was Seth Green Didn't you know that I mean obviously I know Dan and Matt Have known each other For a long time But you knew Matt Back then too Yeah Yeah he did uh, He would enter A lot of the uh, Like the point Would always do A design uh, 
the logo contest, <laughs> right. you did and he me. would enter under a fake name. Yeah, because it, because you can't win like more than once or something like that. <laughs> so it's I entered smart. a fake name and then win again, Sorry, and win I time. couldn't believe that Tom remembered that. He came up to my booth yeah, I remember the at fake Wizard World about two, three years ago. And said, oh, Roy G. Biv. You remember even yeah. the, one of the fake names <laughs> that I did? That's yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh and uh, I was like blown away. I was like, how do you remember? That was like 20 years ago. Because <laughs> you did great stuff. Oh, awesome. <laughs> you know? That's and cool. He, and and, and uh, uh, my friend Mark designed the, the logo for Real Spoilers, but Matt designed the logo for the podcast that my wife and I do. Oh, called, nice. Called The Clip Out. And uh, which is well, all about well it. Well done. Well, uh, thank yeah. you. That's casual. Well, I, I, you know, I plugged Battle of the Sexes episode on the clip out. Oh, did you? Week, so <laughs> that's a good. So yeah, fair enough. enough. You can suck. <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> but uh, but he designed the logo for the clip out, so you can go look at that on iTunes. The clip out, and you can see his logo. He also designed the logo for the League of Show Shares. Don't right. forget. Oh, they, oh that's, that's right. Chicken, chicken that you head. see the every chicken. time. So Matt did design that awesome yeah. chicken with the the bacock. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. So I'll plug my site later. Yeah, go for it. Oh, <laughs> well, you do it now. That way, don't go to the end. That's right. Oh, yeah. You can you can find me on Instagram at MattReedy219. There we go. So 219? 219. Okay. That's right. Just wanted to clarify there's, there's that. 219 Matt Reedy's? No, 218. Yeah, oh, he's 19. 19. Yeah, that's right. 18. Yeah, sorry. Well, that's you right. forgot so, about Matt Reedy zero. That's how counting <laughs> that's works. How, well, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, what? Because the first one doesn't have a number behind it, and someone probably put a one. The second okay. person put a one. So. Okay, yeah. Joe was correct. I'll allow Stop it. Stop trying to. That's yeah. happened to me twice. Yeah. <laughs> God, Joe was right. I defended Kevin, but I did back off that. You did. You I did. You retracted quickly. I did instantly back off. I knew off. that would not last long. I don't have any. Uh, but anyway, oh, so uh, thank you, James Gunn. Totally cool guy. So I, I really, just for people that wonder, I like, guess James Gunn is cool as he seems on like on Facebook. Yes. He's very casual, very mm. fun guy. I said he was at the Target by my house uh, rearranging the, so Marvel does these Bitchin action figures, uh, and they just, I guess they put them out in groups. So they did a in Groots, Groots, yeah, yeah. They did a whole Guardians two line, and he went to the Target by my house, and he was rearranging all of the figures so the Guardians figures were out first. <laughs> yeah, just, he was just like, no, this is fine. And you, did you see what he's inspired? No. So like, I saw over the last couple days on Twitter since he posted that one. Yeah. Um, I guess that was a week ago now, but I keep seeing him pop up on Twitter. People all over St. Louis and probably around the country, I guess this wouldn't be St. Louis specific, but people keep tweeting at him, I fixed my target. Oh, nice. And then <laughs> he likes and retweets them. That's hilarious. Uh, that's so great. you, if you go to James Gunn's Twitter and it probably shows you like who he's retweeted, but there are just tons of people going you, and rearranging. Those figures are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Are they like the, uh, I know Star Wars had the black line, which was like, they're more, like, they're uh, not super expensive, like the sideshow, but like, they're still they're more pr- detailed. I mean, I would, yeah, they're definitely detailed. I just picked Brian actually just, so Brian and I both, uh, are constantly like, hey, which one are you looking for? Hey, which mm. one are you looking So he picked me up. Aww. Yeah. Are these the ones that come with like a piece yes. of another figure? So, yes. what's, so what's the chase figure that you the uh, build a figure? I, I don't do that. That's that's Spath. That's Brian. Uh, Brian that's, Spath is going after the chase figure. That's what Rick and Morty figures do too. Yes. You, you build Snowball in his uh, mechanical mask. Right. So I go after yeah. the fig- like the characters that I like. Mm. So uh, he found what a, a Colossus figure that I was oh, looking for. Nice. But yeah, so I was like, hey, do you got this Moon Knight? And he was like, <laughs> yeah, I already bought it. I was like, all right, good. I don't want to pay for it. But, uh, but nice. yeah, so that was, it was, those, they're good. If you if you are a figure nerd, they're yeah. fantastic. They're well, apparently cool. they're on the front row. They uh, are. They're, they're yeah. on top of every other figure, they all the Guardians with, ones. So, so I almost bought the Guardians ones because, because they, James Gunn touched them because they target. come with ego. 
oh, the, the oh, build the build figure the... is ego, and they have one head that is Kurt Russell. <laughs> and I was just like, he just wants Kurt Russell. I just, head. Want the, I just want the I just want the Kurt Russell ego. That's all. They, I should, want. they should have where you have to build ego as the planet. The whole planet. You have to planet. buy a hundred <laughs> figures to be able to get enough pieces to build the planet. Oh, hey, right. look, I got half the tree. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> Oh man! Now I got to buy the random prisoner that was in the jail. Oh then. yeah. <laughs> While we're talking oh. about James Gunn stuff, though, yeah. real quick, is we should probably talk in slightly related James Gunn news that sure. the the guy from uh, Aliota Haynes and Jeremiah, oh yeah, passed the, away. The Skip guy. Haynes, and he sang the what was the song that they used in Lakeshore Drive? Lakeshore Lake Drive. Drive. Yeah, and they, he actually recorded a special version of the song. And he was the guy that sang real He's, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, for us, the right. real, the, the, where he says real spoilers. Which I, I got to tell you, I thought that was you. <laughs> like I thought they had like I thought you said it and they digitally like yeah no no worked that, it okay he, he legit sang that's that the guy. Yeah, that's yeah. well yeah R I P that's that's a shame yeah so which was nice of him it was very and, nice and of that him. was the cool St Louis nod that James Gunn being from St Louis put in the movie where other people wouldn't he didn't have... know. He didn't know. Well, like, right. I, oh no! Like, so yeah, right, right. When, I didn't know that until you said like that. that I yeah. thought that song was massive. Yeah. So that song, Lakeshore Drive, by Aliota Haynes and Jeremiah, you, you get a, a couple. You get about fifteen, twenty seconds yeah. of it, and, and the, the most opening scene of yeah, Guardians Two. Yeah, and uh, and so he loves his seventies music. Well, that is a huge song in St. Louis, and it's a fairly well known song in Chicago. But outside, but outside of those two cities, that song means nothing, nothing. to anybody. And because it was. There, there's a town there's a station in a town called Keishi and longest running rock, rock, rock radio station in the country correct and they have a lot of songs that get referred to locally as Keishi classics of songs that are big in St. Louis that really don't matter anywhere else and bands that kind of fall into that camp are like Moxie Gypsy Hartsfield JD Black Sammy Hagar uh, Sammy Hagar is obviously known other places but when Sammy Hagar comes to St. Louis he sells like seventeen to nineteen thousand tickets. Sell out Riverport. He sells out the amphitheater yeah. every single time. Any other city, he's like two to four thousand people. So like he's like going to the Peabody somewhere. It's else. that big of a difference. It is. I, mean, I know it's oh, a yeah, difference. It's massive. Like, yeah. like I remember we had a show the same night, and I told the promoter when the, it got announced or the agent that I bought it from, I was like, we need to be careful because Sammy Hager's the same night, and they're like, well, you know, and I was like. St. Louis. I'm like, Hagar he's, he's going to sell 17,000 tickets. Yep. And the agent was like, you're full of it. They're like, that can't be a thing. And I was Fine. like, test me, bro. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, okay, Sammy sold out. And they were just like, uh, we can't believe yep. that. So wow. um, I warned you. So he had no clue that that song right, right. wasn't a well-known. That's as, funny. People were like, what is this song? And he was like, what do you mean? What is this? Yeah, like I think he was initially making fun of them for not knowing that, and then they were like, "No, dude, that only matters in your hometown." So and he loved it. Yeah, and it was great that he used it anyway. It was. Yeah, it's Chicago, great. it's yeah. a good song. It is. A good it's song. a great song. Yeah. So R.I.P. Maybe we should play it at the end. Our special there version. There you yeah. go. That'll be our outro song, so yeah. people can hear it again. So you can go to iTunes. Not our version, but you can go to iTunes. Buy it. Buy it. Six, buy, times. Yeah. Joe will be selling our version on the version back of, of his yes. car <laughs> on a CD. Yes. One uh, song on a CD. His yeah. one song mixed on a tape. single yeah. on a yeah. single. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, back to the box office. Number three, the Mountain Between Us. That is the Idra Elba. Is it Kate Winslet? Yep. Film? Yeah. Yep. Uh, that made just a little less than My Little Pony. That's something that you always love to hear when your movie comes out. Man, that guy can't catch a break. Nine, he can't. Nine, I was just thinking that. 
Yeah, it sucks. Well, he's got Thor three coming up, so yeah, yeah but that's not him. That's not him. He's in it. Yeah. He is in it. Well, apparently though, he was saying he's like, I want to do something else. Right? I, he's like, was like, I want to just. I couldn't tell. I just didn't read the article. I just read the headline, but. He was like he wants a bigger role, and I didn't sure. know if that means he wanted to play a different character. He wants to play a different character, or if he wanted that character to be bigger. But I'm like, I really don't know how you make that character. You can't bigger. make Heimdall is centric to Thor. You can't do that. Yeah. So uh, the mountain between he us could be Black Lightning. That's a DC character. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Actually, they got a t- he's got a TV he does show. Does have out. his own TV show coming hmm. out? Oh, that can't end well. He's the no. Well, I don't know. The t- the DC TV shows are good. That's fair. Like that's they haven't missed on that yet. Hmm. So uh, that made $9.75 million opening weekend at a $35 million budget. So not quite uh, not quite the same it's, as a... I feel, a, I feel awful. I feel like he's going to... I feel like he's treading on very thin ice, pun intended, uh, because if he has one more quote-unquote flop financially, I, I, I maybe Hollywood stops taking a chance on him. I You know, I, I feel like he is kind of like... Blade Runner, like the discussion we had about Blade Runner, like people that know him, he's a great actor. People that yeah. watch Luther, people that watch The Wire, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, uh, people that know him, I mean, he is a great actor, but he's not Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford. Uh, you know what I mean? He doesn't have the names. So, like, if you put him above the title on a poster, right. I don't know that Eaters Elba, unless you know him already, like, if that sells the tickets. He had a crack at the opportunity, and they've they effed him over with uh, the Dark Tower. Oh, yeah, right. That, that, that would have been his that was gonna be it. franchise they, they if it was good. They that up so bad. Why was that not a gunslinger movie when the book is about the gunslinger? And you have one of the most charismatic yeah. actors in Hollywood right now. And you make it about the kid. That's still frustrating. The annoying-ass kid. It could have been so good. Yeah. Pro- I mean, maybe they were like, well, if this takes off, we can't afford Idris. Maybe we'll spin the kid off. I don't know what they but were you thinking. Can, you, I, no, you lock him in. And plus, thank how, you. Plus, yeah. how, I mean, no offense, but in the grand scheme of, of a film franchise, how expensive is Idris, Idris Elba? Elba? Really? Right. How much money can he possibly? I'm just out? trying to figure yeah. out why they did what they did. It just ugh, it's frustrating, but I guess we'll never know. But nope. uh, the mountain between us, yep, nine point seven five on a thirty-five million dollar budget. Number four, it. Yeah, it's still sticking around with nine point five million, a forty-four percent drop in week five. $304 million. It is now the highest grossing horror film of all time. Uh, is that right? Just, Not with inflation, though. Well, yeah, no, I was going to say, so The Sixth Sense, which obviously came out in what was 98. I think Exorcist is the... Adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation. inflation. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Like a, that's like a billion dollars domestic. Yeah. We just talked about it three yeah. episodes ago. Yeah. But I mean, Sixth Sense just beat it. And so even adjusted for inflation, I'm sure Sixth what is, Sense what's the, still, Can you see what Halloween is at? Because at one time that it was it. I will. Halloween was it. We'll come back to that. Okay. But uh, but yeah. So it uh, it has is now the highest grossing domestic, uh, unadjusted for inflation. It is at three hundred and five million dollars domestically, and it is another geez almost three hundred million overseas. So right now it's approaching. Uh, but the estimates before the totals are in for this weekend, it's almost at six hundred million Ooh. on a thirty-five million dollar budget. So you talked about a Pennywise prequel right Mm -hmm. you know it exists right in the script in the Kerry Fukunawa script it's there the prequel the the origin of Pennywise is in that script so Warner Brothers already has oh so he already invented he already invented the origin of Pennywise I see see. so and they were going to put that into the movie like that was going to be a part of the a part of the flick so they're locked and loaded like they've got got that they're ready prequel ready to go now ready to go 
Now you're talking about the original Halloween. Yeah, 1978. So the original Halloween, uh, it opened to. They don't have opening weekend, but 47 million dollars domestic on a 325 thousand dollar budget. Yeah, back when budgets were in the hundreds. Yeah, of thousands no, not of even dollars. that. Like, I mean, you would. Well, that's true. You probably wouldn't get a million, but I think half that budget went to Donald Pleasance. I'm not even kidding. Because <laughs> they wanted Christopher Lee. Like yeah. John Carpenter wanted Christopher Lee, and he was Christopher Lee was like no. And they, he had seen Carpenter since then, and Christopher Lee's like, I should have said yes. <laughs> I, I made a mistake. Oh. But I'm interested to see what that is adjusted for inflation. Not very high. Horror, I was as expect- a horror film? Uh, there's just rated R adjusted oh, okay. here. Um, hold on. I have to do a search. I thought it would, like, it took me to the top, and it's not even Ralph at Julia the... Julia says you will not search it. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween is number 137 on the rated R adjusted mm. for inflations, um, but there's a lot. Yeah. You know, a lot of rated R movies from over the years. $178 million dollars would have been what it is on three hundred twenty thousand dollars well you'd have to adjust that too but but 178 uh but it still made 40 whatever 44 whatever we said on a three hundred thousand dollar budget so i mean it would still be under probably a million dollars easily because i mean that that's a little less than triple it's gross so if you take that same algorithm then three hundred thousand will become nine hundred thousand i'd take it they had to they had they had to use the same leaves if you ever see that movie they they filmed it in california but they they said in haddonfield illinois so the leaves that you see blowing around, they recycled, is, they recycled them. them. So like they would cut, they would send out and a bunch bag of them, a, yeah. bag them up right. and then use them again. I've heard this story. Where have I heard that? And I don't probably think from, you probably from me. I don't feel like, I don't know. Someone, someone talked about it. That's pretty yeah. cool. When you, would, when you watch the movie, it's kind of funny to see lush green trees. Yes. Yeah. They were supposed to be late October. And then fall right. and like, well, they had, to, they had to like strategically cut out like when they're doing it, they have to cut out the palm trees. Because there's palm trees uh, everywhere right. in California, they're trying to. Like, I see. They filmed in California. They but set it in Haddonfield, Illinois. Gotcha. Yeah. that's funny. So uh, yeah, good for it though. I mean, seriously, almost six hundred million on that thirty-five million dollar budget. So good. Five weeks. That's incredible. Number five. Or Amer- they could transfer that to their superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, uh, American Made, one of the movies from last week. Uh, Eight point two million dollars, a fifty-one percent drop in week two. It is now at thirty million dollars. Uh, it actually has quite a quite a few bucks overseas. Foreign of is it does. it's a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> it's almost seventy million overseas though, so it's it's in the ninety million dollar uh, range on a fifty million dollar budget. So in a couple of weeks, it's already making its money back. So that's good. Um, I mean, not what they wanted, of course, right. but still, it's not going to be a huge loss or anything. So, number six, Kingsman: The Golden Circle, uh, the movie from a couple of weeks ago. That I guess a few now that made eight million dollars. That's a fifty-three percent drop. It's at seventy-nine point eight. We'll call it eighty million dollars. Uh, that's on a one hundred and four million dollar budget. But luckily, that one overseas is doing well. It's one hundred and forty overseas. So, I think this is the last uh, Mark Miller movie we see in theaters. Oh, the movies are going to... They're, oh, I, they're not going to be series. They're going to be movies. The I think the, whatever... Netflix? All of the Mark Miller series, I yeah. think this is the last one we'll see in theaters. Okay. Whether they do a TV show or do a movie or do whatever they're going to do. Yeah. But this is, I think this is it. So Netflix, Amazon uh, releases theatrically and then they'll stream it on their service with Prime or whatever. I don't think I've ever but seen Netflix that. I don't think doesn't... I've ever seen Netflix release a movie in theaters. I guess that's kind of their... Like, their thing is... No, I think... Uh, I think Beast of No Nations. That's right. Because they won theaters? an Oscar, you can't win yeah. the Oscar if you don't play in a theater for is two that weeks. Right? Yeah. Oh. So they had they have to do it. When is Oscar. that going to switch? You have to think that's going to switch, right? I, well, I, there's just so many movies. I guess you could. You, I guess it could win an Emmy for best TV something. I don't maybe. think. I mean, I don't think it will switch because I don't think the Academy wants to become a TV uh, thing. What, what, was the, um, what was the Korean movie they made earlier this year about the the giant pig? Oh, Okalaja. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. That 
played at con and apparently got booed when the Netflix logo came up on that the sucks. on the screen. No, you know, as the you know producer of the movie Netflix, people right. booed it because it's not a quote unquote theatrical movie. And you know what? Those are pretentious douchebags. Yeah. Like, There's that. Yeah. But yeah, I think so. But they'll I'll, take that Netflix money if somebody yeah, offers them. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Miller has properties out the wazoo that we're sitting that in. That sounds painful. It probably is. He needs to have those removed. Have that checked out. Yeah. But yeah. So you don't want Big Daddy coming out your, your wazoo. Jeez. Or in your wazoo. Or in your wazoo. Know, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, I think I wonder if. That's probably... He's like, well, I do like Nick Cage. Yeah, he's pretty mm. cool doing his Adam <laughs> West impression. But yeah, I th- obviously Netflix signed up or locked up Miller World, which yeah. is all of Mark Miller's properties, with the exception of one, because he wanted to do a book with Stuart Eminem, who was an exclusive artist to Marvel. Is that Eminem's first name? Stuart? <laughs> Stuart Eminem's. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. did. You and can he see d- why he dropped it. It's just not yeah, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. And he did make that, that movie, which Eminem was the... Eminem, Eminem yeah. And yeah, that's right. Eminem was the... Uh, I mean, not in the movie, he wasn't. He was but the inspiration. He did, he was yeah. the inspiration. Yeah. The J.G. Jones was the inspiration. Yeah. 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 I mean, in the book, that. it looks just like Eminem. Yeah, Eminem and yeah. Uh, Halle Berry. Yeah. Were the, yeah, but yeah, so that's... I think that... Well, that's it for Mark Miller yeah, in, yeah. in theaters. Makes sense. But uh, yeah, so Kingsman with the overseas money, it's over about 220 on a $104 million budget. So it made money. I will be interested to see if they do that Channing Tatum spinoff. They're talking about doing a what, Statesman, Statesman. Sp- Statesman spinoff. So we'll see what happens with that one. But uh, for now, uh, we'll let it be. Number seven, the Lego Ninjago movie. Uh, I, I didn't get to see this one as anyone. Did you take your kids or no. anything? Mm-mm. I like the Lego movies. Like, I, I would go see this. Just there's been so much like coming out lately. I feel the forgotten son of the Lego movies. Well, it's kind of their own thing. Like, so Lego licenses a lot. Obviously, Batman. And then you've got the Marvel stuff. They do a lot of, like, home video releases with the Lego. But licensed characters and ninjago like we talked about a couple weeks ago i mean ninjago is their creation so you know they they don't have to pay any licensing fees right so i mean if they can make uh you know 6.6 million 43 percent drop puts it at 43.6 about 44 million dollars in three weeks uh you know and they're not paying any licensing fees i don't have a budget on it but it's got another almost 30 overseas so you're talking 70 million dollars i don't know what that costs to make man, but, but like when you look at that compared to the lego movie and lego batman oh sure oh but, yeah but it's also like you said it's not a licensed property and i think it will make kids more likely to want ninjago legos oh i see yeah, and it's sense. all it's all designed to sell those toys. Yeah. right i mean that's we talked about that. i mean instead of it being like ninjago oh that's like the poor kids now right, it's right. like oh i saw that movie i like it right. like it's starring you know. jackie chan justin Thoreau, dave franco olivia munn michael pena i think kamal well, ninjani's in it he is uh it's just they don't list him here but i i've listened to him on an I just, interview i just and, watched the big sick yeah so Ooh, good isn't so it so good it's very fantastic, yeah. But uh, yeah, but so $70 million, they don't have to pay those licensing fees. Think about the Lego movie and how many characters and properties. I mean, Batman's one thing. It's kind of contained. Yeah, well, no, no. Batman had all those other stuff, too. You know, Remember, they had uh, Lord of the Rings characters in there. Oh, oh they yeah, had, yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah, true. Doctor yeah, yeah. Who, they had all kinds yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's true. That's true. But like the Lego movie, I was thinking like they got Star Wars they had to do and Batman, you right. know, and like... Oh, all the DC stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, they all they have, Harry Potter. Um, so yeah, $70 million so far in a few weeks for that one, so... Uh, you know, good for them. I'd like to see it though because I mean, I think uh, I think uh, Chris McKay is a producer on it. Uh, Probably Lord and Taylor and I, too. I, th- I think yeah. So I mean, there's some kind of creative crossover. So hopefully, it keeps with the same tone. Number eight, uh, fl- uh, yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I do, I do have that pull up. Tricky, here. tricky. Yep. Number eight, Victoria and Abdul. Anyone see it? No, no, no. Um, I'm not a 75 year old woman. <laughs> oh, yet. Yeah, <laughs> correct. 
Yeah, your your yeah. time's coming, Tom. Your time's <laughs> coming. Uh, Victoria and Abdul made $4.3 million, uh, which is a 294% increase. So it's released a little wider now. I guess it opened at uh, under 100 screens. It's now at 732. That gives it $6.1 million in three weeks. And let's see, uh, $22 million overseas. Holy cow. So I guess it's been... Where is that from? Does it say? Uh, Probably Britain. Yeah. It's a it's a British it's about Queen Victoria. Oh, yeah. okay. Um and Paula Abdul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Paula Abdul. Abdul the butcher. There's yeah. a wrestling reference for today. Ah. So <laughs> it's first was, of many. Yeah. I was getting uh, worried. <laughs> so it stars Judy Dench and Eddie Izzard. Of course it stars Judy Dench. That's it's kind of it's the law. It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's How many of, times has she played Queen Victoria? All she of play, them. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say pretty much all. I, I think of uh, Shakespeare in Love, and then there must have been at least another time. Is Eddie Izzard trans? He, he looks like a woman. Okay. Yeah. I think he I think is. he is. Like, he's... I think I he's think always he walked he that line. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's... Yeah. So, I wonder... Who does... Do we... I don't know anything about this movie other than what you just said, though. Like, It's like uh, Queen Victoria is hanging out with Abdul Kareem and, like... I think you mean Kareem Abdul. No, I'm pretty oh, okay. sure it's Jabbar, says here, the Abdul basketball Kareem. player. I, I don't think you mean the called, star of Game yeah. of Death. It's not called Victoria and Kareem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's character. <laughs> uh, but uh, and like it's you know he opens her eyes to the problems of the world mm. and she. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think Tom just fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, was, uh, did you ever see that? Did you ever see that scene in Game of Death? Did you ever see that movie all the way through? No. So it's the last movie that Bruce Lee was making when he died. He was okay. died while making it. So they it's more do, death than game. It is definitely more death than game. <laughs> he was dying while making. He it? died. He oh, he died. died yeah, yeah. I thought it, which I was is like, super creepy considering how Brandon died. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Um, I thought he, he was. He didn't die on set though. That's true. That's true. He died. Correct. So. Oh, he didn't. See, I always no, thought no, no, no. he was over to some woman's house like and he took heart, had a headache and yeah. then she gave him some pills and that was the end. Oh, of it. that's awful. Yeah. Like I thought it, it was much. No. Oh my god. It wasn't like Brandon getting shot on. I know. See, I mean, I always thought it was so terrible obviously it's all terrible but like the way that brandon died especially because his father i thought he died on a movie said no he died taking the right like, yeah pill. He, he had like yeah. a headache or something wasn't and, even his fault and the oh meds didn't like, he had a heart attack basically as well. that happened. is awful i mean that's more awful than i thought anyway sorry so throughout he didn't film much of that movie he filmed like i don't oh, know that's the one they finished that's the one they fit and so the only that's not scene the one with he, the mask yes no yes so like there are dudes walking around with like paper, paper masks Bruce Lee masks. That's what I finished it. He walks across set, but the only scene that he, that he filmed is the the scene where he has to fight his way up, and the guy at the top of the building is Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, okay. and that's it. But he yeah. has to fight to the top of a. Isn't that what Dread was about? Kind of, and so and so was the raid. <laughs> and, right, yeah. and then the raid when yeah. they locked down like about almost any action video game. Yes. And any, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he, fought, he fights his way up to the boss yeah. to the big boss, which oh is also another Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, R.I.P. Bruce Lee. Indeed. We still miss you. We do. Uh, did you ever watch that thing? That Which one? biopic? Oh, no, it, I couldn't. It do just it. came out, didn't it? I couldn't bring my. It looks so bad. Yeah, it was on VOD for like yeah. the last few, like weeks, Birth of the Dragon or something. Yeah. No, you didn't watch it. No. I guess not. no. I just wonder if it's. So you heard the controversy about that, right? Remind me. So it was gonna. It was supposed to be about. So there's a, this legendary fight between Bruce Lee oh, and right. this other guy. Yeah. They make it about the this white guy. That was like following Bruce Lee around like Bruce Lee was a side character in his own story oh. and it got out and then they had to go back and recut the movie to make Bruce Lee Bruce Lee the main character more in his... prominent in his own movie. 
That's weird. WWE Films right there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, There's so that explains it. Market, right. that's two. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, coming in at number nine, Flatliners, which is a remake of the Oh, old. my. I cannot believe. When I saw this pre... Like, I love Flatliners. Yeah. I've never seen one, it. The first one is great. Like, it is a good little late 80s, early 90s horror flick. I don't think I've ever seen it either. Cause Kiefer, I saw that- it's Kiefer Sutherland at his Kiefer Sutherland best, like... It's great. It's a good flick. Well, yeah, it was the, he was at the top of his game. He was. He was tagging Julia Roberts yes, and got her to appear in the movie. Yes. At the top of her game. Yeah, also on the top wow, of her game. Yeah. That's true. I cannot believe the Hollywood coding that is on this. Because, like, the, the original one wasn't mainstream. Like, it right. was one of those that kind of flew under the radar, if yeah. I remember right. This looks so Hollywood glossy. And I like Ellen Page. I think Ellen Page is a great actress. This looked like dog poop. Jeremy saw it. Has anybody it seen it? Je- no, just Jeremy, uh, friend of the show, yeah. uh, Jeremy House, right, writer on Ruby STL as well. He he saw it and he's like, it is just bad. And there's some things I, he kind of spoiled it. Like I don't yeah. think he realized he was, but he told me things about characters and stuff that happens, and I'm like, oh. 1990s when that came out really okay yeah. um no he said it's not good and I, it's not getting very good the, the one thing i was curious about because i know directed Keith, by joel schumacher by the uh, way oh, oh the original yeah, yeah not yeah, this one not this one that explains why julia roberts right. had nipples yes because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i know Kiefer southern has a appearance in this new one yeah so is he playing the same character or oh, is it just know. a so making this a pseudo sequel or is it just a we're putting wink. him in there as a wink yeah i would think because i'm I'm thinking it's a reboot, so yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. then it, then it's a wink. Then, then it okay. would yeah have to be kind of a homage, but you don't anyway. get much more '90s than Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, William Baldwin. That's where yeah. his name is just a little it's bit bigger Billy. than Billy Baldwin's and what? Oliver Platt. Wait like that's that's the most '90s cast you're gonna get. That's pretty '90s. Yeah, aren't it's Billy like, Baldwin a, and William Baldwin are the same person? No, wait. So yes, there's William and a, Billy. Yeah, but yes, so are. there's Alec, right. who's the, the the cream of the crop, right? And then there's Billy Baldwin is William. It's Baldwin. the same guy. So who's the who's he's the, the one who's who's in Biodome? That's no, that's Stephen Baldwin. Stephen ah, Baldwin. Yeah. He's he is he the uh, real conservative one? Yes, yes. <laughs> no, yeah. so, uh, Billy Baldwin is. Oh, is that right? Oh, and then maybe they both are, they but both, I know Billy Baldwin. Baldwin. I think they both and are. And then but there's Alec is not <laughs> Daniel Baldwin. Oh, Daniel Baldwin. Oh, Daniel Baldwin. Forgot about guy him. From guy from John Carpenter's Vampires. Oh, that's right. Who literally looks like this was pre like before Alec kind of. Yeah, puffed up a little bit. Like okay. if you watch Beetlejuice, Alec Baldwin, it's like whoa! Like he I is mean, he, slim he, as can be. He was a dreamy superhero. Oh, he, yeah, was he was going to be the next Harrison Ford. Yeah. He was going to be Batman. Yeah. And was like, no, nah, you could be the Shadow. But <laughs> but yeah. So if you look at Daniel Baldwin, you're just like, who ate Alec Baldwin? Yeah, this was before that. Oh. Kim, ba- Kim, Kim Bassinger. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was. The other, I think it was the other round. You rude, yeah. obnoxious little pig. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about steering out of the curve. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Man, I mean that yeah. guy he came out of like he was like even when I heard that phone call, I'm just like anybody who's mad at that phone call doesn't have a teenager that's That's, also true i never (laughs) i never understood that one because i mean there's a complete difference between the alec baldwin phone call and the mel gibson phone call right right so like kids do stuff that make you frustrated and if you're being a rude obnoxious little pig like if your kids i feel i feel okay so rude obnoxious the pig the pig part is a little much the pig is just flat out name calling yeah that's and rude obnoxious i've called my six-year-old 
rude and obnoxious. Right. And I've called your six year old a pig. That, so, but I'm so not her dad. But that's which is that's fine. the difference. Yeah. But if your kid was yeah. being that bad, and the worst thing you say is you're a rude, obnoxious little pig, like maybe your kid's being a piece, right? right? He I'm actually, just saying, but like, he didn't say like a really bad word at all. That's what you I know? mean. He didn't, like, right? He didn't call her a c word, c word right? Yeah, or yeah. even the b word. That's he what I mean. Said, right. right. So we've seen so anyway. So it's like that Mel was Gibson straight up denied that was, the Holocaust. Like that's a whole different thing. Like no, my dad said it didn't happen, so I believe him. I mean, you know. I've never been to Auschwitz. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I you can know. tell me that it's there. I don't That's know fine. that there's really an Eiffel Tower. I've I never just... been to Paris. <laughs> yeah, right. uh... The Great Wall. I mean, if Matt Damon has taught me anything, it's there right. to keep out giant dragons. Yes. I had forgotten that was a thing. Please don't remind me anymore. <laughs> it, could, it could be uh, just an okay wall. It could be. No, maybe not yeah, great. I mean, it's kind of like, subjective. Uh, meh wall. Right. Yeah. 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 So uh, Flatliners, I don't even know if we said how much that made, but $3.3 million in week two. It's a 50% drop, almost $12 million domestic, $3 million overseas. That's 15 on a $19 million budget. Uh, it's at number nine. So swinging yeah. a miss. Rounding out the top 10 with our little uh, Victoria and Abdul in- injection here. They bumped out American Assassin. Sorry, Michael Keaton. And uh, number 10 is Battle of the Sexes. Uh, another one of the movies from last week, uh, you know, but it is more art house. I yeah. wouldn't expect Battle of the Sexes to be, you know, I think that's a solid showing for a movie. Yeah. Like that. 2.3 million in three weeks is a 33% drop. It's at $7.5 million. And uh, I don't have a budget on that one, but uh, go listen to the episode last week. We had a couple of great guests. Awesome. On. Uh, we had they were, three they were, guests, they were actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. So uh, Paul Harris doesn't count. Yeah, because we kind of almost like an auxiliary member. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So uh, yeah, and then if you're curious, American Assassin took a 61 percent drop with 1.335 ish million domestic. Uh, That was on a 33 million dollar budget, and that was the one that was supposed to be like uh, uh, Dylan O'Brien, the Maze Runner kid. Which apparently that movie's coming out. I know, and yeah, someone uh, in the league. Thank you for posting. uh, Yeah, I had no idea. I guess they just dropped a trailer, so it is still coming out. uh, Which. I thought it would be kind of weird to scrap. I guess it was just a long delay. Yeah. Did he get hurt? Is that what the deal is? Yeah, he, he was got hurt pretty he bad. He was very, yeah. So, okay. um, he was yeah. almost Spider-Man. He was, one oh, of the was last, he, he was one of the last names that was in the Spider-Man gotcha. hunt. I just bought that. Uh, it's still not out on Blu-ray, but uh, you Spider-Man came out three weeks early yeah. on Vudu. Uh, you know, you can buy it and it's like, 20, Great. 20 bucks and they give you a five dollar credit Man, i think it's so good um i just watched it again though for the first time since theaters it's a great movie holds up doesn't it yeah i saw, yeah. It, I saw yeah. it twice in He's the theater so awesome. i i might have seen it twice too i can't remember but yeah it, it does hold up i'm like this is a fun movie and that tom holland seriously that kid that tom holland that tom holland he's good i'm <laughs> he's got something he it? does i'm but you know i mean he he's pretty new to this i mean i think i looked it up he's only he's done like a british TV show and he was, he was Billy, Billy Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, yeah, he was Billy Elliot. He was in another movie earlier this year. Oh, he was L- in the Lost, one, Lost City of Z. Mm-hmm. What was the one That's that you right. really liked? The Owen Wilson one with the flood. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, in that. The Impossible. Yeah, he's in that. Okay. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good like movie. a tsunami. Oh, then, it wasn't yeah. a comedy. No, no, no. I, no, no, I just no. assumed when you. Said I know because when he started saying that, I'm like, when the hell have I ever liked an Owen Wilson movie? Oh yeah, I did like one. Yeah, it's flooding outside. It's like Wedding Crashers. I think that's about it. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people are up in arms. Dustin at Nerds Night Gaming will appreciate that. Nathan Drake, he's going to be. Uh, from Uncharted, I'm if, fine with that. Uh, but uh, if, a young a Nathan, young Nathan Drake. right? Because everyone wants wanted Nathan Fillion for like adult. He's too, Nathan, he's, he is, but he's like too, he's too chubby. But you could totally see Nathan Drake as adult. I'm sorry, Nathan Fillion as sure. adult Nathan Drake. Sure. But when you look at like even in the game, they flash back in the third one to him being a kid and everything, and you see Tom Holland. Yeah. And with his charisma, I'm like it. that's that's Hugh Jackman money. as an adult. 
Bring old, old Hugh Jackman and old. No, he needs to play The Last of Us, Joel. Oh, that'd be good. Because old man Logan. I mean, first of all, not to digress too much, but too late. Uh, the Last of Us. I mean, Logan is like it is, the yeah, Last basically. of Us, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, for uh, sure. But that's the Ooh, box office call. and video game talk. Oh, well, awesome. Well, thank you. You're Dustin. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Julie says hello. Yes. yes. So uh, I guess that's it for this episode. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Um, I'm Matt Reedy. You can find me at Matt Reedy 219 on Instagram. Oh wait, you've already. Said I already it. plugged it. Never you mind. Yes. You edit that out. Yeah. Take all this out. All that. Take Forget all it. this out. Two, he's not going to get a plug next time. He used his yeah, two plugs. Used two. Right. You yeah. two. Oh, That's all we man. get. So rude. Or should we even let him back on next time? Uh, I mean, you don't follow the rules. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Son of a bee. Thanks for coming out for the box office report, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S 21. I don't have any pictures with James Gunn on my Twitter though. Oh, so, oh, sorry. sorry. You should kind of. I have Brian you have, you have, you have uh, Brian Spath. I have Brian Spath and Brian <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and on ReviewSTL.com. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Should I list all the famous people I have pictures no, of? Okay. No, no, because you've got walls upon walls <laughs> upon walls of shit. It's an occupational hazard. Yeah. Poor you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I wasn't complaining. I'm just saying that it just comes with the territory. Just like you have lots of mugshots. I don't have lots. It's just the same one over and over. Oh, over. is that how that works? They're just like, yeah. yeah, we already got one from last yeah, week. Yeah, it hasn't changed that much. No. So, so uh, also don't forget you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at Real Spoilers or uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. Jump on over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it helps us tremendously. So that's it for this episode. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Blade Runner 2049, or if you were in the film, Blade <laughs> Runner 2049. So until then, you've been warned. There ain't no road just like it In and where I found The running south With real spoilers Getting into town Slipping on by with real spoilers Riding that trouble bound Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 